0: Do you think the fans played a part in the results at Palace? Right. And at Fulham? You know, I do. And they were at Everton as well, weren't they, on Mm -hmm. Saturday? I think they have to. I mean, we're sitting here thousands of miles away and we're getting goosebumps and we're getting excited by the fans being back and just seeing the images. And the players, no doubt about it, I think Scott Parker said in his post-match interview that when the players came back in after the warm-up, they were Mm -hmm. excited, they were Mm -hmm. buzzing. And when you see how Fulham started that game, There has to be a correlation.
1: On this episode of PL and PJs, a tight table.
0: And a championship catch up. dress code is say it with me wait wait, wait. one sec hold for dramatic effect <gasps> jammies. jammies nice that was good that, that was, was good. really good <laughs> wow we, we didn't
1: rehearse
0: that no not a, a, genuinely not in the slightest that's just the our oh, well chemistry perfect. and our years spent in college drinking together perfect now we're back yeah. in adulthood drinking together the chemistry remains perfect. you know the the timing everything but only well, obviously, sure. yeah. No, not at all when I'm sober. <laughs> yeah. no.
1: um, and Brent, uh, as always, we're both wearing our
0: shirts. Well, you know what? It is funny that we always wear them. Yeah. It's not like one of us sitting in this leather chair that's nice is wearing it, and then the person sitting across from me, that person, huh. is only wearing it sometimes. I
1: don't, I don't know about that. I think I always wear it. I think that's what you're referring to. Um, yeah, that's what I was saying. Okay, good.
0: Yeah, I was, I was, it, that's why I said. It's not. Right. Like that, because Let's I don't s- like...
1: Skip ahead to the more important part of, of our outfits, and that's the pajama. The bottoms.
0: pajama bottoms, yes. yeah. Th- I was thinking the exact same thing. Yeah, I wear the same ones every time. <laughs> so. uh, I switched
1: up um, with my uh, Outdoor Voices sweats.
0: And I like your socks. What are those? There's uh, some. They're
1: stance. uh They're old. You can see the old hole. In the yeah. There. Yeah. Well. Uh, but yeah, they're little you know, fancy, cozy.
0: Yeah. No, I get, it makes me feel like an idiot for wearing the socks that I'm wearing. You know, but but at least I've got these nice lounge pants on. Hugo Boss, very fancy. They
1: do
0: look fancy. Yeah, no, they're very... I, I wouldn't say they're the most comfortable sure. things I've ever worn.
1: But it's about the name brand. It's
0: the, it's the name brand and the occasion. Sure. You know, they're a little bit more classy right. than, than when I'm spending an evening alone. Yeah,
1: no, the, the look's great. I'll give oh, well, thank you very much. But, uh, Brett, moving from pajamas to match week 12.
0: Which, right. to be fair, we were wearing pajamas for. You know, so so really, pajamas are a part of the whole thing. Well,
1: Brian, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna give you a little hint here, a little peek into my life. Um, I wear pajamas every day because I work from home.
0: So yeah. <laughs> that's unbelievable. It's really nice. <laughs> yeah, that's great. That's great. But yes, Jake, you you are correct. There was a match week twelve this past week, and uh, look, I'm just I'm just gonna jump right in. On Friday, sure. December 11th, West Ham beat Leeds two to one.
1: They did.
0: And look, you know, maybe people thought. Leicester deserved the point out of it because they played well, but Ogbana came up with the winner at the end, and that's what you know. It's over. That's the end of the week. You know, uh, end of the Friday.
1: Leeds, right? What did I say? Leicester the second time, but you know what? You've had a little more to drink. I've had than a lot. Look,
0: okay. Let's just make a disclaimer now. Um, I graduated my master's program today. Yay. I have been drinking all day to celebrate. Yep. And yes. so I am going to be prone to a slip-up or two. More, Not that I'm not usually, yeah, but usual. especially tonight. So, and we got the
1: first one out of the way.
0: Yeah, thank like, God. There won't be another one definitely. for another, like, two minutes, right. maybe. But, but anyway, okay. after that, Saturday, December 12th, Jake. Aston Villa beat Wolves 1-0.
1: Late penalty, two red cards in that game, one per team. It was a little testy affair at the end. But... Well,
0: and the goal came in the 94th minute. Right, in you between know? the two red yeah. cards.
1: It was a, a great ending to that game. Uh, was that the early, early morning game? It sure was, Jake. Yeah, I'm glad I woke up for that one, because it was uh, a fun one. Was, I caught know. the end, yeah.
0: funny this enough, which is really, not really not all I needed, needed to see. To see. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, After that, Newcastle beating West Brom 2-1. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Almiron? Almoron. Almoron scored in the first minute. It was like 19 seconds. Yeah, fastest <laughs> goal of the season. Absolutely. Love yeah. to see the ex-MLS player. Mm-hmm. Uh, getting on the, on the on the score sheet. And then after that, we had a Furlong goal and a Dwight Gale goal. Uh, but then, moving on, we had a very lackluster draw in the Manchester Derby. Which, frankly, if anybody missed it, they weren't missing sure. anything. It was, frankly, terrible.
1: And Brent, that was the one game you watched together this weekend. It was. And it was. Uh...
0: I would say so. We kind of stopped paying attention from time to time. We did. We
1: just kind of started talking through yeah. it. Um, and,
0: and we didn't miss anything. <laughs> That's we, the best we part. We really did not. Um, yeah,
1: But yeah, a um, you know, point for each team. Mm-hmm. Not a terrible
0: result for United. Kind um, of, yeah. Sad
1: that I picked um,
0: a United win. Yeah, I picked a City win, though, so United you didn't, didn't miss that out on much. Um, but Jake, after that, and I, what I found to be a surprise, an Everton victory over Chelsea 1-0 with a Gilfie Sigurdsson penalty.
1: I'd have to say most people would find that a surprise. Yeah. Yeah. And we talked about the previous weeks where uh, that game is Burnley. We called that a must-win game for Everton because of these upcoming matches. But who would have predicted that they were going to go and blank Chelsea
0: 1-0? I sure didn't. I know in the last one I had budgeted a loss in that game for Everton. So look at them. You know, who would have thought? Um, then moving on to Sunday. Southampton beat Sheffield 3 3- nil and a very convincing performance it has to be said
1: yeah no definitely uh they look good the entire game oh they look really good i know sheffield but still i mean they look like a solid team
0: i mean it's tough to say sheffield did not even get a shot on target in that game
1: yeah um i mean that's a whole different story looking at Sheffield, but i think we should focus on southampton's good performance and i mean i think it kind of sums up how they've been playing so far
0: no they've been great Uh, And moving right along, Jake, to a team that has been playing great, maybe as a person like me, not a Tottenham fan, didn't see coming, but as you, a Tottenham fan, called a draw against Crystal Palace 1-1 at Selhurst.
1: Yeah, uh, I don't know what it is, playing Crystal Palace and then at Selhurst. I know, like, the last two years we've beaten them there, but I think before that it's just kind of been a toss-up and never really have faith when we travel to South or to uh, Crystal Palace mm-hmm. and I uh, wasn't really surprised by the result not very convincing but either side I'd say the first half for Tottenham was fine and the second half for Crystal Palace was fine um, but both didn't really have great first and second halves respectively
0: no for sure uh, but Jake along the same line, something that you probably would find surprising that everybody else would a 1-1 draw between Fulham and Liverpool
1: which was great news for myself as a
0: Tottenham Oh, for, for a lot of people, frankly, yeah. who just don't like Liverpool. Sure. Um, Even their penalty had some controversy around it.
1: Right, and then the non-penalty uh, for right. Fulham, again, with Fabinho's stab at the ball where he kind of just got the player's foot and then the ball, or not... He never, he never touched the ball. Look,
0: I mean, it's not a, for us to decide, you know. I mean, the ref decided it's not a penalty. It's a 1-1 draw for Liverpool, but... In a game that you would expect them sure. to get points out of.
1: And, I mean, especially the first half, Fulham looked so good. Oh, they will yeah.
0: fantastic, yeah.
1: Something some they'll uh, hold
0: ahead. 100%. I mean, you'll take a point against the reigning champions, oh, you know, as a newly promoted side. But, Jake, after that, we had an Arsenal loss to Burnley off of <laughs> Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang. He finally got on the score sheet, but yeah. it was an own goal.
1: Oh, and it's just kind of sadly comical at this stage.
0: It's um, shocking. It really is. Not
1: for you, because you called it. I did. It was, your pick it was
0: my surprise pick of the week. We had we had the alarm. It did go off. Um, did I expect their win to come from a Granite-Jaka red card, a possible Mohamed Neni red card that yeah. arguably should have happened, and then an own goal from Yang? No. <laughs> but I'm very happy that it, uh, it worked out for me.
1: I will say the least surprising thing about that was a uh, Jaka red card.
0: That's probably fair. Yeah. Um, Did you hear Arteta's interview after the game, though? I did not. Oh, well, he essentially, I mean, he was pissed, obviously, during the interview. He's, you know, kind of at the cut of his job. It's possible he might be losing it, having some discipline issues with this player. But he essentially said it was unacceptable, and it was worse than the Pepe headbutt. And then Patrice Evra came out after that and said Thierry Henry made a comment that he can't watch Arsenal while Granit Xhaka captains I, the team. I
1: did see that one. That
0: the two combined make me think Granite Xhaka. Remember when he got booed off the field yeah. and Arsenal fans didn't want him anymore? Well, now he's back getting red cards.
1: Hey, no fans there to boo him, though.
0: Well, that's true. Well, no, there were fans. There were 2,000.
1: Not anymore, though.
0: Did they cut it back? Uh, where was the game? London.
1: Yeah,
0: uh, London is now uh, tier 3 Oh, that's too bad. Yeah. All right, so well.
1: This, uh, from this midweek to whenever they get back to Tier
0: 2. Well, they were there for the one game, and yeah. Arsenal fans came back for one game and saw them lose to Burnley 1-0. But Jake, moving right along, yeah. in our final game of the match week, Leicester beating Brighton 3-0 in quite the convincing performance. Yeah. Take I, your time, honestly. Yawn it out. Get it out. I had to do it. I'm, bo- I'm boring you. <laughs> I get yeah. it.
1: Madison, two goals, uh, Barty, two assists, and a goal. Mm-hmm. I mean, they really just looked up well that game. and um, I mean, not surprisingly that they won by that margin, but, I mean, they looked great.
0: No, they did. And, Jake, while those two performed well, you know who did not perform well?
1: Who?
0: Our fantasy team. Oh, I
1: was worried you were going to say that.
0: Yeah. No, we were below average again this week, and I know what everybody's going to say. They're going to say, Brent, Jake. Your guys' team is usually so good. What's going on? Two weeks in a, wo- in, a wo- in a row. In a row under average. We scored 48 points. Average was 51. We're close. Kind of. <laughs> Kane, as our captain, got 18 points. That's good. Outside of that, in our starting 11, the most we got was 5.
1: Wow.
0: Yeah. And our back line together got 5. Fabianski got 3. We left... McCarthy on the bench, who got six points, so it would have only been a three-point difference. It would have been enough to get us to the exact average, which is a bit of a bummer. Yeah. But, frankly, just not our best week no with our players. No. Um, I'm glad that we captain Kane, though. I am happy about that. Just
1: Yeah, I am as well. And, you know, Brent, there's only so much we can do with the team we have right now because of one transfer per week.
0: Right. Well, we do have the wild card transfer available, but we're still saving that for maybe a time when somebody gets injured or we have multiple injuries and we need a player. Right.
1: And I think that's smart. But, you know, I think, obviously, in the past, we've made some poor decisions keeping Neto on the bench and maybe our formation. I mean, I just think there's only so much we can do right now each week, and I think maybe next week's
0: our week. Well, and on paper, our team's great. You know, yes. we just need to perform every week. But anyway, Jake, while our team didn't perform, right. there was a select group of players, I would say roughly 11, who did perform exceedingly well and maybe even might be interested in this one mask. And... I don't know if you've heard of it before, Jake, but it's called Smile Mask. I have
1: not.
0: Yeah, so, so it is an American company that provides masks that have a oh, clear front.
1: Okay. Oh, that's smart.
0: Yeah, no, oh my gosh, it's fantastic, yeah. Jake. You can show your smile. You can communicate better with those who have any kind of hearing disability, of any kind, reading the lips. But at the end of the day, if you're wearing a mask in this you know day and age where you need to be socially responsible and wear a mask, as we all do... Maybe you want to show off that smile.
1: Right, maybe you got a big honeycomb smile and you Mm -hmm. want to show all of it. They Mm -hmm. have a new, wider design. They do. Uh, And it shows more of that smile of yours. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. honestly, I'm all for it.
0: Oh my gosh, I I love it. And check out their Instagram, at Mm SmileMaskUSA. And Jake, the thing is, all the players, and I've said it before, that we have hand-selected for this Team of the Week would look great in a Smile Mask.
1: I, I would have to. I can't
0: help but think that everybody else listening would as well.
1: Yeah. I think everyone looks better in a smile mask than a regular mask. Exactly. And I think that's a fact. Yeah. I, I can't say for certain, but I want to say that's a fact.
0: Wait, oh, wait. let me see. Moving I'm on. doing the map.
1: Wait.
0: Yeah, it checks out. Okay, yeah, cool. yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, moving on. Brent, uh, would you like to take our long list of defenders and our goalkeeper? I
0: would love to. And I might let you take just the full midfield and forward then. Perfect. After that, look. We change formations often with this new format. We are playing a 5-4-1 this week. Uh, Very defense heavy this week. But in goalie, we have Martinez from Aston Villa who came away with seven saves and a clean sheet and a great performance. It has to be said. Uh, In defense, we had Michael Keane from Everton. Ten clearances and a clean sheet. And frankly, I mean, for the performance they gave against Chelsea holding a clean sheet in general, you deserve to be part of the Team Weeks. One of their defenders did. After that, we had an American, Anthony Robinson from Fulham. It's a blast. Uh, Four tackles, one key pass, two interceptions, but at the end of the day, I realize they let up a goal, but against Liverpool, a great performance, and he was the standout defender of the bunch, and that's why I I realized decorella Reed got the goal. Right. But in terms of a defensive presence, Anthony Robinson was the best this week we felt after that we had ben me from burnley seven clearances four interceptions and a clean sheet just on its own that seems like a stat line for a defender that deserves a team of the week appearance after that ogbana from west ham united one goal the winning goal a great header into the top corner Mm -hmm. and then nine oh my gosh it was gorgeous Uh, and then nine clearances as well. So, uh, you know, we're featuring some clearances this week as a, as a highlighted stat for our defenders.
1: Top stat in the, for all there of the were
0: players. just a lot of a lot more than average yeah. for sure. And then lastly, we had Bednarek from Southampton who had an assist and eight clearances. So all around, Jake, I feel like these defenders did perform exceedingly well this week. And there weren't so many midfielders and forwards that stood out that would take their place there were this was just a very solid premier league defensive week
1: yeah and you love to see
0: it um it just adds a little variety oh, which truly, i enjoy it
1: truly does and uh i like that we're, we're flipping the formations oh yeah. yeah
0: changes all the time
1: yeah so uh we have four midfielders this week oh do we and uh first one we have is james madison from leicester who had those two goals and really looked to work freely in that advanced position and he and uh vardy who Spoiler alert, we're going to get to in the <gasps> list. No. Um, really worked well together. Uh, well, and
0: he, he looked back to himself. Sure. I, I want to cut you off, Mitz. Mids- no, I realize you're going yeah. through it, but he looked back to himself. He's been a little iffy this season mm-hmm. so far. He looked very confident again this week and very pivotal positions yeah. for Leicester going forward where he could influence the game.
1: Yeah, and a good sign for maybe uh, England
0: in the future. Oh, maybe yeah. Maybe and Leicester going yeah, forward. He
1: gets back to that form. Um, next, we have Romeo on Southampton in that center defensive role, he got an assist, and had five tackles, and looked sturdy in that center defensive mid role, but also had that assist to go along with it, uh, continuing on, uh, James Justin, uh, also from Leicester, with an assist, and four key passes, going, um, in that also sort of a center defensive mid role, um, you like to see them get ahead and get that assist, and uh, four key passes is a lot for someone in that role, and I'm all about it. Um, rounding off our midfield friends, who has been here this entire time, uh, we have Yofi Sigerson um, with a goal from the penalty spot, and six key passes in that game against Chelsea, and uh, he really, I mean, kind of iffy if he makes the starting 11 each week, but he made it this time, and he looked great.
0: No, he, he took advantage of his opportunity, sure. which is what any coach can ask, especially as Everton has been struggling recently. You know, yeah. He had to step forward in, in the chance that he got and he took advantage of it.
1: Right. And uh, I, I mentioned earlier, I gave a little spoiler. Um, Our on one striker, Jamie Vardy, with two assists and a goal. You love to see a striker.
0: That was such a surprise. I had yeah. no idea that was coming. Yeah.
1: Um, you, like, you like to see a striker get those assists, um, be a little unselfish. Um, yeah, Vardy looked great. Definitely deserves to be here. Uh, Brent, I noticed you left the room for a second when I was reading. What are you talking about? When I was reading the midfield, Uh, can you can you let us know what was happening and uh, can we share something
0: with our audience? Well, Jake, the thing is, we like to try different whiskeys. It's true. And I know we just plugged Smile Mask. We're about to plug something else. It is Stranahan's Blue Peak whiskey, a Colorado whiskey.
1: Sure. We're
0: drinking, it. Jake. It is smooth. It is very. Oh my gosh, I am enjoying this a lot. Yeah. The Bear Creek was great. But I'm glad that we've moved on. I, I enjoy sampling these whiskies. It it is one of the highlights of doing sure. this podcast for me. And this one's great.
1: Yeah, and I I believe Bear Creek was also a Denver one. Mm-hmm. But uh hands is right off 25, and I see it when I'm driving it down yeah. town, I drive in the downtown, and I love knowing like where I'm getting my whiskey from. Yeah. Um but yeah, Brett, next time, um, just point to your glass of whiskey and mouth to me uh what is this? Because I would have told you it's Stranham.
0: Well, I just wanted a picture of the label so sure. I could get the full thing. Okay, cool. Because it's not. I mean, I realize it has a blue label. Right. But I just. I i recognized that it had something written below, and I didn't remember if it was something specific with, like, the. Blue. Right. You're pissed. No, You're no, absolutely no, living.
1: For a lesser man, it would have thrown off me doing the midfield, but I just kind of rolled with it. Figured uh, you had some sort of emergency and you were dying.
0: Um, well, I was. Live, I was live dying live to know. What the wording under uh, the label is. I was. saw that going. Ah,
1: That's nice.
0: You ah. didn't like that. I can, yeah, you didn't, yeah, you didn't enjoy that. Fresh.
1: But yeah, um, that is our Smile Mask team of the week. Mm-hmm. And also our local Denver whiskey plug of Shanahan's Blue Label. Um, but yeah, Brent, that was a good match week
0: 12. It was. Um, We're recording on Tuesday. We are. So, match week 13, there have been two games yeah, yeah. that have transpired. But we still want to give a review of the Premier League table as it stands on Tuesday. will be changed
1: sure.
0: by the time that this episode releases, which is a bit of a bummer.
1: Right.
0: We can't really account for midweek games. though; they don't happen next week, things should be a little bit back to normal. But as it stands, Jake, I would like to, if you'll allow me, Please. to go through the Premier League table. In first place, Tottenham. Oh, I like that start. Too. 25 points. Tied on points are Liverpool. It's just a goal differential difference between the two. Third place, we have Leicester with 24 points. Fourth place, we have Southampton with 23 points. Chelsea, who have played one extra game now, 13 games played, are in fifth, 22 points. Manchester City with 12 matches played. again They played today but because they had a game in hand before, are now up to 12 games played. 20 points in 6th place. Tied on 20 points in 7th are West Ham. Tied in 8th place on 20 points are Everton. ninth place, also tied but with a game in hand, are Manchester United. After that, we have Wolves, who are also at 20 points in 10th place, but have the extra game played. They're at thirteen. After that, we have Aston Villa with only 10 games played so far because they had the game in hand and, and the and cancellation the oh, wow. at 18 points in 11th place. So they could make okay,
1: yeah. like a push on those next They games.
0: They make those games up. Theoretically, if they were to win both of them, they'd be in third place. Love that. Yeah, unbelievable. Um, after that, we have in 12th place on 17 points, Crystal Palace. Tied with them are Newcastle sitting in 13th place. After that, 14th place Leeds with 14 points. Kind of fun. 14th place, 14 points. After that, we have 15th placed Arsenal mm-hmm. with 13 points.
1: Right, is, right where everyone expected it. Everybody
0: expected yeah. that. yeah. 16th, Brighton at 10 points. 17th, Burnley at 9 points. 18th, and in the relegation zone, Fulham with 8 points. 19th place, West Bromwich Albion with 7 points. And Sheffield and last with still only one point and a negative 16 goal differential. Is
1: that good?
0: I think so. Well, to be fair, West Brom also have a negative 16 goal differential.
1: Right, but at the end of the day, it's points. Ahead
0: of yeah, well, and I will, I will add the caveat. I didn't note as we got towards the bottom that teams with games in hand are an extra game played, so I will note that now. Newcastle have a game in hand. West Burnley West. have a game in hand. West Brom have an extra game played. Yep. So I realized that I like I focused on for the top half of the table sure. those who have a game in hand cuz it seems more important but it is important towards the bottom half of the table as well. Right. Um and Jake, I guess look, we know what the biggest surprise for you was going to be, it's going to be the same for me. Arsenal. Yeah. Yeah, well, but I
1: think it has to be the same for everyone.
0: And and we said at the start when we did the six-week ma- uh, seat Hold on a second. Let's rewind. Unique
1: New York. There
0: you go. Uh, week six, when we did this first one, we said Everton was our surprise team. I believe both of us did. Is there a team outside of Arsenal that is surprising you currently, specifically?
1: Um, I thought Southampton would have dropped off by now.
0: You would think, when Especially without Danny Ings for a few sure, weeks. Exactly.
1: Um. So I guess that would be my surprise for the positive side. Mm-hmm. But another negative, I mean, still, Sheffield continue to surprise me at how bad they are based on how decent they were last year, I guess. Um, but yeah, I, I if I only had to make one pick, I would say Southampton being up there.
0: Jake, I'm, I was almost inclined to pick the same. Sure. But there is a team from London who finished 16th last season named West Ham United, who are currently sitting in 7th position. Sure. And Frank, they're more surprising to me. Right. Whereas, I expect Southampton to be a mid-table side with the potential to go higher.
1: Okay.
0: Whereas West Ham, I, I expect to be an upper mid-table side and vastly underperformed last season. Yes. Had a tough start this season, yes. but have picked it back up. And that turn of form with David Moyes coming back, who I have said many times maybe, the... Uh, you know, the Achilles heel of the team was having David Moyes on the touchline. They have performed very well, and even that Manchester United game where they lost in the comeback, which obviously I was happy about, they didn't necessarily deserve to lose. They defended poorly. Yeah. People say that Henderson ball that they got the goal off of went out of bounds, whatever. West Ham have surprised me in a positive way this year of not only getting results, but after the poor start that they had turning it back around this quickly. Yeah, but I
1: would say that's a surprise, but one of the reasons I didn't think about it's that... It's because I'm an idiot. That's why. because you're an idiot. Yeah. No, uh, because I think more than anything, last year was just a surprise. Um, that's fair. I think yeah. this is where they should be. Um, I think just outside the top six, maybe not this close, maybe yeah. eight or nine is where they kind of belong. Um, but I think last year was a fluke. They brought in a lot of new players, and maybe it just took a little bit of time for them to click and uh, getting on the same wavelength, and I think they're seeing that now, um, and I think like Bowen and Hilaire, um, are really coming, kind coming into their own, um, for the Hammers, and, you know, I think they kind of belong, seven eight nine area, um, so they're not a huge surprise for me, that's mm-hmm. just the one reason I'd say, but, uh, but yeah, no, I, I can see what you're saying, um. They really were close to relocation last
0: year. So. Yeah, and I will say, speaking just along the lines of West Ham, they have some winnable games coming up as well to help solidify their position. They play Crystal Palace at home. They play Chelsea away, which will be tough. tough. Brighton at home, Southampton away, Everton away are the next five. So it'll be interesting to see if they can yeah. pick up results in some of those games like the Southampton game uh, and, and, and the Everton game and see if they can solidify their position in the, frankly, top six. Uh, it, it'll just be interesting to see how these next few weeks sure. unfold. Whereas Southampton, who were your surprise club, Jake, obviously they'll play West Ham, but they play Arsenal away, Man City home, Fulham away, West Ham at home, and Liverpool at home. So they have more of a tough run of form to right. maintain their yeah, position at the table.
1: This would be a true test for them. Mm-hmm. If they could get some points off of those uh, three big names you listed, that would really show they belong to the be the top half of the table, and maybe even
0: uh, top eight or seven. And Jake, I just want to highlight one other team, Yeah. which it's maybe skewed because they have so few games played, but Villa have right. still surprised me this season. Yeah. Only it, ten, ten matches played, right. and Jake, I just want to give you their next five, Burnley at home, West Brom away, Crystal Palace home, and then Chelsea away, United away. But those next three, three in particular, Jake, yeah. there's no reason to think that they can't stay in the top half of the table.
1: No, and I definitely agree with that. It's just so tough to say now because they're two games behind. Right.
0: Three for some teams. Three for some. some. Yeah.
1: Um, and I think whenever they make up those games and become level, I think obviously um, it'll be easier to tell because they're going to have the same amount of games played. But yeah, no, I, I will say that they do look like a team that can pull off those results, and they have shown that so far. And, yeah, I mean, I enjoy watching
0: them play, so I have no problem with them doing well. And, Jake, I will say, they, like Leicester, are a boom-and-bust team. Right. They are—Aston Villa and Leicester are the only teams of the Premier League this year that have yet to draw a game.
1: Oh, my goodness.
0: Blown-a-rail Tottenham. Yeah, that was a yeah. crazy run
1: that we went
0: on. Um, but anyway, Jake, with that uh, with that out of the way, we've recu- we've reviewed the table. We can get into the more interesting things. The golden boot, Ooh. the golden glove. Jake, currently the golden boot or the the table right. for the golden boot stands as dominant. Calvert Lewin still in first with eleven. There are then three players tied: Mohamed Salah, Son Heung Min, and Jamie Vardy. All have ten goals. After that, Harry Kane with 9, Patrick Bamford with 8. Are you surprised that that hasn't maybe gone to normalcy? Uh, as you'd expect uh, it with the Aubameyangs, with Kane, with... I mean, I, I can't even think of who else you'd expect to be at the top. But the point just being not a dominant Calvert-Lewin. Sure. Maybe not a Bamford at the top, but you expect maybe the Salahs... You expect Vardy, you expect Kane, you expect, I mean, even another one up there, Bruno Fernandez at 7. Right. You know, uh, Callum Wilson at 7. So so it's tight at the top of the Golden Boost it, table. It
1: is, um, but we're still somewhat early into the season. Sure. And really, about all it takes is one match week, and that table goes to Salah, Vardy, Kane at the top, which way what you would expect, and then... Those other people like Bamford and DCL start to
0: fall off. Well, maybe not because Kane, as we know, is an assist provider now. Jake, sure. he's still top of the assist table at ten. Yeah. After that is Kevin De Bruyne at six. Jack Grealish with five, and then a myriad of players tied at four, including Bruno Fernandes, Aaron Cresswell, Denier McGinn.
1: Sure. Yeah. Um. I just think. I don't know. I, from the beginning of the season, we saw Tottenham score a lot of goals, and then recently we see them play more back and the counter attacking, even against teams like Crystal Palace, where you think they shouldn't be doing that. Um, so maybe uh, Son and Kane's goal tallies drop off, and you see people like Sala and Vardy play in a more attacking uh, team and consistently attacking team uh, continue to go higher in the Golden Blue Race. So I, w- I wouldn't be surprised uh, if we review this in six weeks from now. I'm sure, yeah. And Salah and Barty are uh, above everyone
0: else. You would think so. Yeah, Yeah, at this point. Um, But after that, Jake, we get the Golden Glove. Not the best scorers, but the best goalies so far. We have three goalkeepers tied with five clean sheets so far this season. And they are Hugo Lloris of Tottenham, Martinez of Villa, and McCarthy of Southampton.
1: Right, and someone that we should mention is Mendy, who's only played What's he does have six. a few less
0: games. Yeah. Six or
1: seven matches. And uh, you would think he was going to be here, except for the last two games, he hasn't kept a clean sheet.
0: You would think so.
1: That, of course, is including today, which we're not reviewing. Um, but yeah. Uh,
0: you you would think that with the four. I mean, it, it's kind of the downside of having Kamen later. Sure. He doesn't have those extra two or three games right. that would count towards clean sheet stats. However, yes, in the past few games, he has let in a few. However,. Hugo Lloris, despite the fumble against Crystal Palace, I texted you when that happened when he spilled the ball from the Eze. That's hard to put on Hugo Lloris. It's a perfectly placed ball from Eze. Um, you know, unfortunate he doesn't have six. I guess I would say, um, because that was that was the really best scoring chance that game for for Palace.
1: For that, I don't blame him for that specific um play, and then I don't blame him in general for that game just because our, our. Tottenham took their foot off the pedal and just kind of let Crystal Palace have all the possession in the attacking half. But you like to see people like Martinez and McCarthy from teams like Villa and Southampton.
0: Absolutely, and I would have hoped somebody like Areola would have been up there for Fulham, who has made some great saves.
1: uh, I did, and
0: I will still contest. Even in the Liverpool game, he made some great saves and got them a point out of it. I think personally. No, I I agree. Um, but, however, seeing a Southampton goalie and an Austin Villa goalie up there at the top of the Golden Glove list is just kind of fun,
1: yeah. I think.
0: Um, I would like to see, personally, Dean Henderson get up there if right. he gets a chance. Probably not going to happen, but I would be surprised. Yes. But it is fun to see those, you know, maybe lesser known lower table, mid table teams get their goalkeepers right up there.
1: And I think the Golden Glove is kind of the worst award um, when it comes to the Premier League. The worst? The worst award, yes. Um, And that's just based on how they do it. Because you could give up five goals one game and then zero the next two games, and you have two clean sheets. So you get two points in your name. One person could have three games in a row where they only give up 30 shots or something and, and it's just I think it's skewed
0: so you would rather see the most saves no I'd rather okay. see well
1: yes save percentage or goals per minute that they play okay with a minimum of like three fourths of the season Yeah.
0: would you be willing to do the calculations for that because I if would. so I, really I think would. you should get At end into of the it season, I would
1: do that and I'd see how much it differed from the Golden Glove and I think it's going to be a, a big difference and I think we'll be able to recognize some goalkeepers that might have so thunder. Like,
0: great goalkeepers with terrible defenses. Sure, and it's, kind of so it's thing, not yeah. their
1: fault, you know?
0: I feel like you'd see a lot of lower-mid-table goalkeepers right. get that award yeah, then. No, I, then, then. I then think tough. they deserve
1: some recognition, so I'm going to do that. I'm going to put my hat on it.
0: You don't have a hat. <sighs> yeah. Maybe, maybe Jay, hear me out. Maybe yeah. you do that, and at the end of the season, we can compare. Yeah, please. If you're willing to put the time into it.
1: I mean, I Actually,
0: just, calculate that. It, it would be interesting. Like
1: thirty minutes to the end of the year. I, just, I don't
0: know that it would take thirty minutes. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's just Excel inputting, but okay, yeah.
1: Whatever. We'll move on. Um, taking a look a little below.
0: We like to look at the championship. We like to see who's on the cusp of coming up. And Jake, I have, I've just a list of teams. You know, I've I've got the table in front of me, and there was a match day today as yeah. of Tuesday, so tomorrow it'll look different because there are matches going on tomorrow. So I'm not, whereas I listed the games played for some of the Premier League teams, I'm not going to do that for the championship teams. Okay. I'm just going to list who's in the top six. Sure. And right now we have Bournemouth, Norwich, and Watford as the top three. The previous three teams that came down from the Premier League, I was saying in the top three. The first two obviously get automatically promoted, whereas the three through six go through a playoff system. But regardless, after that, we have Swansea, a team that maybe most people recognize. Reading, who the first time we went over this review right. were at the top of the table, who have dropped off, are now in fifth. After that, we have sixth place, Brentford. And Jake, I just want to highlight really quick two teams tied for seventh and eighth place on points Brentford, or I'm sorry, Stoke City and Bristol yes. City. Which It it would be fun to see a team like Bristol make it up into the playoff positions, but also Stoke City, more of a classic Premier League team, back in contention for a playoff spot, which is kind of exciting. Um, And and I don't want to get too far into it, but rounding out the top 10 then would be Barnsley and Middlesbrough. For those of you who have been watching Premier League a long time, Middlesbrough, another kind of classic Premier League team. And Barnsley would be a new one, so so it is exciting to see these newer teams kind of coming up the table again. Brentford was in contention last year. Reading was in contention at the start, a classic Premier League team, but but making their way into the playoff system so far. And Bristol also also coming in contention uh, contention as long as uh, you know they can hold out right. against Stoke City, who maybe is more of a classic financial Premier League powerhouse team.
1: Especially
0: on Tuesday
1: nights. Yes. In rainy conditions. Right. Um. yeah, I, uh, I like to see some familiar teams in there, um, just because there's yeah, some history behind it. But you love to see those newer teams. So that's the, newer, that's like, what I love. Or less regulars like, Bedford.
0: I will say the unfortunate thing is seeing teams like Sheffield Wednesday, who two years ago was in contention for becoming yeah. a playoff team, in last place. You see yeah. teams like Darby County who have Wayne Rooney as their player-manager right now, but also were in contention in the past few seasons in 22nd. Nottingham Forest, who were near a playoff spot last year, in 21st. So one thing that I enjoy about the championship is how it fluctuates every year between the teams that do well and the teams that don't.
1: Right, and in some ways it's like the Sunderland dilemma where you see a team drop from the Premier League and then lose all their players and then keep dropping. Um, but yeah, I, I do enjoy the process of relegation and promotion. I think it it is awesome to keep the Premier League team fresh and kind of get those new matchups. Um, but yeah, uh, as of now, obviously I think what the same three teams are looking to come back up as it stands. Do you know how many games have been played roughly?
0: It's been 19 and 18. So some teams have played 18 and some have played 19.
1: Um, and just as like, we just did the golden boot for the Premier League Oh. Um top scores in the championship. Oh, that's
0: that's a fun one. We
1: have Yvonne Tony, who is an English international in Brentford, with sixteen goals. Yeah. In either eighteen taking 18
0: the place years. of Ollie Watkins. Right. For their lead goal scorer. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um and then in the second place Adam Armstrong Not
0: the Adam Armstrong from Southampton, just to be clear. Is this first name Armstrong Def- Yeah. Really? Or last name's Armstrong. Sorry, first yes. name's Adam, Adam also. Yes.
1: Uh, but also an in English international on Blackburn with 14 goals. And then Lucas João from Portugal on Reading um, with 11 goals. And, I mean, you like to see some new names coming up. Because, you know, there have been a couple of players from the championship last year that got transferred to Premier League mm-hmm. teams this year. So right. it's always nice to keep an eye on
0: them. Well, and you will see also similar names. Timu Pook Team O. Timu? Timu? Simon? Timu, Timu? Pookie. Pookie. there Dominic you go. Solanke. Solanke, who was an ex Chelsea player now at Bournemouth. Mm-hmm. They're also up there, but it is fun to see a player like Tony, a player like Armstrong, to see where they end up
1: yeah, of
0: course. Uh, going forward. But, Jake, look, part of the reason that we do this podcast is for our own competition between ourselves.
1: Right, we're very competitive people. We are.
0: In nature. And, correct me if I'm wrong, we do a pick 'em. Mm-hmm. Every week.
1: You're
0: wrong. Okay. So we should move on. Yep,
1: okay. Um, no, you're right. Yes, we do a pick of every week, and we do a uh, you get the surprise pick of the week, which is worth twice the points.
0: Two. Okay. <laughs> yep. Um,
1: don't tell them our scoring system. Oh, right? sorry. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we total them up, and we uh, review every six weeks, and this is our uh, week 12, so... second. Is, is that
0: the time? Yep. Really, week 12.
1: Second update, so Brent, let's hear
0: it. It's not really that exciting, Jake. We're tied wow. at 51. Oh my 51 points through 12 match weeks. I'm
1: not sure if that's good or bad for well, us. Well, uh, I wouldn't say it's t- Well, the week. thing,
0: the, here's how I'd think of it. Each match week, what, 10 games? hmm You know, times 12, 120. <laughs> so if we're picking more than 33% correct, I'd say. Sure. I feel great about that. I realize there's a double feel, point for. Right,
1: but I don't feel great about that because you would you feel like there are some wins that are more lopsided in the picking, so you, you those odds are skewed. I would right, say, but
0: it's win, loss, and draws. Sure. You know, like, I
1: know I know the math behind it, but I'd say somewhere around forty percent would be like the baseline.
0: Oh, I'm Jake. Yeah, yeah, blah, blah blah blah. Which,
1: off the top of my head, I think
0: we're about we're at about? that. Because the thing is, we're at a hundred and 20 it, as of right now yeah. minus six or so games sure. so theoretically yeah. 51 out of let's just call it one let's just call it 110 46 okay. okay i think it's somewhere but again with lowered, with two yes. points for the surprises above, above that 40 that i doing, feel good so, about yeah, this okay. though no,
1: I, I do feel good i think in if i bet on every game
0: I don't know about that. We did bet today, as a celebratory thing, look, we bet on my whim, a certain on of- my dollar, that Willie Bully would score a header against Chelsea. Yeah, at uh,
1: plus. With 4, a yeah,
0: huge payout, which sure. I actually didn't feel that awful about. I realize he doesn't score a ton, but I'm thinking their biggest heading target that they go for right. on every set piece, going against Thiago Silva... Yeah, I mean Zuma, yes and no. I I would say if Raul Jimenez was in the game
1: probably
0: dumbing. I would no, I would have felt more confident in it. Please. Because Zuma or whoever was guarding would mark, would mark Jimenez. Jimenez.
1: Well my thing is I think they would have found goals other than set pieces if Jimenez is there Possibly,
0: um, but still, just the point being on set pieces figure. specifically, he draws more attention than the center back.
1: And if you're up to date with things, today's Tuesday. Yes. And Wolf scored two goals. Not Willy Bolly header.
0: Unfortunately. But that would have been a huge payout, and I would have been stoked.
1: So amazing. Uh, but yeah, I digress. We move on, and we.
0: I'm not really moved on. No? I'm still a little the bummed about things. it. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. I, don't, I don't sports bet a lot, as no, you know you that. really don't. That was my second one ever.
1: It was really exciting that you texted me saying that you wanted to put some money down. Um, yeah. Really, really made me feel that was day. before i had
0: started drinking too <laughs> it, oh my goodness it was yeah I
1: can't imagine if i have you after that oh my
0: god it would have been outrageous yeah
1: <laughs> but yeah so we are tied um but we're moving on to a new match week and that means oh a new pick-em.
0: wait a minute are are we possibly going to separate in the pick this week the total it's town? very possible
1: that we don't
0: <laughs> <laughs> well that's fair but jake i think that there's a guy sitting across from me is he handsome possibly the viewer anything? or the listener wouldn't know, you know? That's It's purely based on me to tell them.
1: Does he have a questionable mustache?
0: Yes. Ooh, as um, well as a nice Premier League in pajamas t-shirt that he's wearing. usual. As always. And That's some cool. great socks that maybe wants to read off the fixtures.
1: Uh, you know what? I think that man would love
0: to It would that. be me. Yeah. Oh my god.
1: Wow. <laughs> You're sitting across from yourself. Yeah.
0: It's unbelievable, isn't it? That is trippy.
1: Um, Yeah, friends. Um, So, obviously, we're recording on a Tuesday. Uh, This comes out on a Thursday. And we picked last week. We already picked the midweek games last week. The games today, and the games Wednesday and Thursday. So, we're going to move right along to this weekend. uh, Match week 14. Nice. Saturday, December 19th. So, no games Friday, but that's because we have games tomorrow and Thursday, which is awesome. But yes, our first game early in the morning for us. 7 30 Eastern, Crystal Palace, Liverpool. And friends, this game is being played at Selhurst.
0: I know how you feel about Selhurst after picking the Tottenham game, Jake, to be a draw. Yep. And I'll tell you what, Jake, I'm going to roll with that draw momentum.
1: Oh my goodness, what a I'm, I'm
0: going to pick a draw in this game.
1: Well, you're a silly idiot face for that because Liverpool are going.
0: Even after just drawing Fulham. Yep. Okay.
1: Yep.
0: Fair enough. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> they're going to
1: lose to Tottenham tomorrow, obviously. And they're going to be pissed. And they're going to bounce back. And they're going to thrash Palace. You heard it here first. Um, but yeah, um, moving on from Brent being totally wrong. Okay. Southampton, Man City at 10 a.m. Eastern. And that is at St. Mary's.
0: And Jake, I feel like you're going to tell me I'm wrong again for this one, but I'm picking Man City to win this game.
1: I also have Man City. Win.
0: Okay, so so maybe I'm not as much of an idiot as you thought.
1: Right. So I. But I, maybe I am. I really pictured yeah. Man City dismantling West Brom today. Um, spoiler alert for everyone who uh, didn't look at the games today, they didn't. They drew West Brom, and I think uh, I think Southampton they're gonna go in thinking, wow, this is actually like. That we need to Come kind out of show up against Which maybe West Brom They weren't thinking that And I think they're gonna Have a strong performance And I think they're gonna Come out on top But yeah At noon 30 Nice Eastern um, Everton Arsenal And that's at Goodison
0: You're gonna call me an idiot Again uh, Maybe Jake I realize that one of these teams Is in terrible form I'm gonna pick that team To win Oh this goodness. game. Arsenal beat Everton. I think Everton were very fortunate to beat Chelsea.
1: I would say that's a word I would use, yes. I think
0: Arsenal surprisingly comes away. And, and here's an interesting stat for you, Jake. You know how much I love those.
1: Sure.
0: Arsenal has beaten Everton at Goodison more than Everton has won in the Premier League. It's 12 away wins for Arsenal to 7 home wins for Everton.
1: Right. And as much as I love history and statistics, Arsenal, historically a great team. Everton, historically average. Yes. I would say that switched this year to some extent. Not to a full extent because I'm going to pick a draw.
0: And I want to just interject really quick and say that's fair. Arsenal have not beaten Everton at Goodison since twenty Right. seventeen.
1: I'm so just hoping more it'll recent history, which might be more telling.
0: I the only thing for me is for Mikel Arteta, he needs a win in this game. Everton have been so back and forth this year. I think there's an opportunity for Arsenal to go in and get a surprise win without Granite Xhaka in the team, who I actually think is a negative player right. for their play style and for just their team chemistry in general, that without him, they might do better.
1: But
0: here's my thing, Brent. I'm an idiot.
1: You're an idiot. Yeah. No. Um, no Xhaka. Yes. Questionable Thomas Partey.
0: <gasps> yes. <gasps> <laughs> you hate it when I do that.
1: Guendouzi on loan.
0: Well, obviously, yeah.
1: I just—I don't see Danny Ceballos bossing this midfield with Allen, Decore, and maybe Hannes if he's back, or Sigurdsson in the
0: defense. See, Drake, I see Everton controlling this game and Arsenal playing on the counterattack, okay. which I think lends itself to players like Willian, Aubameyang, and Lacazette, and Ceballos going forward sure. on the counterattack. So I actually see this being maybe a high-scoring game, like a 3-2.
1: Which I realize Arsenal Arsenal haven't scored a lot. I would love to see
0: Right. And Arsenal haven't scored a lot recently. They're having struggles finding the net. I wouldn't be surprised, though, if this is a game where you see it as an opportunity. Look, this isn't a wise pick based on recent form. Okay. You know, but I see it as an opportunity for Arsenal. I'm willing to take the risk for that. I
1: realize we're spending a lot of time on this one game. A lot of time. Uh, We don't have a lot of topics this week. Last thing I want to say is I would really like to see someone like. Saka
0: play instead of oh, a, yeah. like a William Yep. I don't know I just think that he's
1: more creative on the ball and I know age difference and one's getting older and one's just coming up into his self and prime maybe but uh, you know I would like to see Saka out there All so right. last thing I'll say last game on Saturday Newcastle Fulham Jake, this is at 3pm
0: Eastern Jake I'm going to go for a Newcastle win in this game
1: Bentham also going to pick a Newcastle win. I think it's going to be a tough game. Coward. Okay. Coward. <laughs> I think it's going to be similar to their previous game um, where they're going to pull out the win after uh, conceding an equalizer. Uh, but I think they're going to come out on top. Okay. Yep. And that, that's a home game for,
0: uh, for Newcastle. It's at St. James, James Park. Yes.
1: Okay. Uh, but yeah, moving on. The early morning game on Sunday, December 20th at 7 a.m. Eastern. We have Brighton. Sheffield United, and that is at the Annex.
0: I'm gonna pick Brighton in this game to win. Wee wee wee! Oh
1: Brent, I know we just talked about how bad Sheffield are. And I know I probably have picked this before, but I'm gonna pick their first win of the season away at the MX Stadium in Brighton, Sheffield Beach.
0: You know, they've only played two times in the Premier League so far. South, an- or I'm sorry, Sheffield has won one of them and they've drawn the other. So, Sounds like a pretty good record. Where I'm going for maybe the even series split. Sure. You're going for the hot hand. Right. Yeah.
1: And I think something just finally snapped with Sheffield. They get two good chances, win 2-1. Wow.
0: But yeah, that's just me okay. being a
1: crazy guy.
0: Yeah, you're you're an idiot. Oh my I thought I was the idiot. No. Okay.
1: <laughs> I probably deserve that. Um, but yeah, moving on to uh, the next game at 9.15.
0: So that'll end up being a draw, right? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Usually when we pick two sides, it's yeah. a draw. 9.15 uh, Eastern, we have the Tottenham Hotspur against Leicester, and that is at the new Tottenham Hotspur Stadium.
0: Jake, correct me if I'm wrong. You're a Tottenham fan. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Um they just drew against Crystal Palace. Sure. They haven't lost in their last five games.
1: Sure.
0: They're looking in good form, despite sure. the draw. I'm going to go for a win in this game against Leicester. Oh my goodness. At
1: home. I thought you were about to tear me to shreds. Which I'm glad you didn't, because I'm also going to go for a win.
0: Oh. For, I like when we agree. It's for, nice. For
1: Tottenham. Um, I think we historically do well against Leicester. Historically, a lot of goals. So I would say... If you were a betting man, over two and a half goals, maybe if you're feeling lucky, over three and a half.
0: I'm guessing, and this is probably going to be totally wrong, 3-1 or 3-2 Tottenham? I'm going to
1: say 4-2, but yes, I I think it's going to be a high-scoring affair. It usually is. Both teams, I don't know what it is.
0: Hear me out. Gareth Bale to score in this game.
1: Let's see, Sunday, yeah, he'll be fit by then. He, he's ill, probably not going to play. He'll be fine Bowl. by the weekend, though. But I think he'll be fine by the weekend. I, I would,
0: yeah, no. I think like 80th minute plus, Garrett Bale. Sure, he might be a sub, but I think, yep.
1: I think he, he might get some playing time. But yeah, moving on, we have Manchester United against <gasps> Leeds at 11.30 Eastern at Old Trafford. Okay, you can do it now. <gasps>
0: See, yeah, I paused for I dramatic know, effect. So but, dramatic but, um, right Leicester are going to tie. Oh my God, They're going to get a draw did against it a Manchester second United. Time. It yeah. is
1: Leeds. Right, we, I know we just talked about Leicester, I'm sorry, but it's Leeds. Anyways, you're saying Leeds are going to draw at Old Trafford against Manchester United. You look very disappointed in yourself, I think. Um, but, Brett, tell me your reasoning.
0: I'm just disappointed, mainly thinking I have more to drink tonight in celebration. Sure. I've already messed this up twice.
1: And, Brett, I think the most disappointing part of this whole thing is that the most expensive alcohol that you're drinking is the one coming up. Yeah. Yeah.
0: No, that's tough. Well, anyway. (laughs) So, Leeds are going to tie at Old Trafford. One, because United suck at Old Trafford this season. Two, because this is one of the classic Premier League rivalries. Three, because Manchester United will not be able to handle the high press of Leeds. I've been worried about that since Leeds got promoted. Right. That United just don't play well. Especially if Paul Pogba plays, who is so slow on the ball in midfield. I am worried that they will not be be able to handle that. Because if you put McTominay, Pogba, Matic against a high press, I just don't trust them to get out of it. So I'm going to call a draw. For not Leicester,
1: for not Leicester, and Brett, I'll I'll say one thing. Um, since the beginning of the season, the two teams that I've kind of dreaded Tottenham playing and Leeds and Aston Villa. I think they both both overperformed, and I think they're both dangerous in certain situations. Um, so I agree with your analysis, and I think it's gonna be a draw as well.
0: But it's not your. It's not a surprise. Not a surprise. Oh, but you're okay with me doing it, as surprising. oh for sure. Okay,
1: I, I just I do agree with you. Um, but you brought it to my attention, and uh, I, I agree with you as well. And okay. so I'm going to give you credit for bringing it up. And so I'm, I'm going to allow you to do your surprise pick. No, I appreciate but, that. But I, I really do think it's going to be a draw. But yeah, rounding off our... Uh,
0: but not game, Leicester.
1: Not Leicester. Yeah, yeah. leads. <laughs> our Sunday games. Uh, we have West Bromwich, Albion, against Aston Villa at 2.15 Eastern. And that is at Hawthorne's, I believe that's their stadium. That it like is. The Hawthorns,
0: yes. Nice. Good for you. Thank you. Uh, Jake, I'm going to pick a... Give me a sec, because I'm thinking about oh, this. Oh my goodness. Wow, yeah. Please,
1: take your time. I'm going to pick a Velo win. Okay.
0: I thought about saying a draw. Right. That's what I was going back and forth on. But I'm going to pick a Velo win based Brent, on form.
1: Brent, the one thing I dislike about me now reading these games is that whenever I agree with you, it sounds like I'm copying you.
0: Well, that's how I felt before. And so I believe
1: like there's a third on that day, on, on Sunday, that I'm agreeing with you, but I, I do think they'll come out with victory.
0: Well, if anything, it just solidifies the fact that these are going to be the results 100%. There's no chance oh they goodness. aren't the results. Uh, Especially when Manchester United play Leicester. <laughs>
1: that's a lock. Uh, you can, it's a lock. <laughs> you can put your hat on Put it. your hat on that one. But yeah, Brent, um, I'm glad that we have been agreeing, so that I means some, some chemistry, you
0: know. We talked about it before. Yes, yeah,
1: we cool. have. Uh, but Brett, the weekend is not over. We have... <laughs> Whoa! Whoa! Whoa. Oh,
0: surprise okay. Time.
1: There are two games on Monday. Oh! oh hey like an overreaction, but... Sorry. <laughs> the first game at 12, or dare I say
0: noon, oh. 30, oh. Eastern, <laughs> oh, we have... Burnley Wolves. Oh, shoot, Jake. That was great. My goodness.
1: And the clubs have a home game at Turf Moor. are thinking? Wolves. Wolves.
0: Win. Win. Coming off a victory sure. today against yes. Chelsea. I think they beat Burnley. Brents. Don't do it.
1: I agree with you. Yeah.
0: No! Yeah. <laughs> We're so boring. I
1: know. And I think, so, Matinho's coming back off that one-game suspension for the Red. Uh, him, Neves, Neto, I think even without um, Raul Jimenez, I think, even though I don't particularly think Fabio Silva, is that his name? Yep. Is a great striker. I think they uh, work past that and I think they get a couple pass passes currently. But our last game of the match week, so now our match week... It's coming to an end. It's sad. Uh, it's, a, it's a good game. It's Chelsea West Ham at 3 p.m. Eastern, and uh, that's at Stanford Bridge.
0: Jake, you know I'm a stats guy.
1: Are you? First time hearing of
0: it. But... I know. West Ham have won a lot of the recent fixtures yep. against Chelsea. I think the tide turns in this game, and Chelsea get a result against West Ham, and they win.
1: Okay, Brent. Um, I am going to agree with you once again. I know it's boring that we're agreeing Oh, he's, oh, he's throwing the paper away. Oh, no. I pissed off Mr.
0: Brent. We're already tied. We don't need all these uh, same I picks. Know.
1: We had some different picks, so we could separate this week. But Brent, I just don't see Chelsea losing three games in a row.
0: I don't either. That's really um, what it comes you, to You
1: know thing. what? You're so pissed.
0: No, no, don't. No,
1: you're pissed. I am. I'm going to pick a draw. On the record... On the fly, I'm changing it to a draw. Um, you heard it here first. You're going to stick by that. I'm going to stick by oh, okay. it. Okay. Uh, I think Suchek, who we're not going to start for this match week, and it's going to be a mistake. Um, sorry, that was a spoiler. Uh, yeah, dude. Come on. <laughs> is going to score, and it's going to be 1-1. But we got through match week, 14.
0: We do have supply uh, b- Ooh, surprise goodness. players.
1: We do. Surprise players players to watch.
0: Who's your player to watch?
1: My player to watch is... John McGinn against maybe not a
0: surprise, right? It's just a player right. to watch. <laughs> no, that's on me. John McGinn versus West
1: Bromwich Uh I think he's gonna get one, maybe two assists.
0: Okay. I'm gonna leave it at that. I'm gonna pick a player that will benefit us.
1: Oh, I like that. Neto. Oh, we're gonna start on this against
0: one. Burnley.
1: Oh, smart.
0: To at least assist, but maybe get a goal.
1: Sure, number one we agree.
0: We do, yeah. We do that a lot. Crazy times. Yeah, um, that that is my player to watch this week. After after the few surging runs he made against Chelsea, I wouldn't be surprised if maybe maybe he rides that into their game against Burnley.
1: Okay. No, I I could definitely see that. Uh, yeah.
0: Jake, we're gonna have a fantasy week though. Speaking of Neto. We, yeah.
1: Please. And we'll
0: obviously have the midweek one, which we'll review next time, but that's going on right now. But for the next match week, match week 14, Jake, we have made a transfer. We brought in Suchek for Helder Costa, who is hit and miss, for whether or not he's going to start. We know Suchek is going to get at least two points for playing 90 minutes.
1: Wait. Thomas, Suchek yourself before you wreck yourself?
0: That's the one. Okay. Just yeah. making sure. <laughs> um, so, going into this next match weekend, we have Fabianski in goal. We have Rhys James. We have Gabrielle. We have Chilwell in defense. We have Bruno Fernandez, heung Son, a captain, Grealish, against West Brom. Smart. And Neto as our vice captain against Burnley. We then have Harry Kane, Dominic Calvert-Lewin, and Patrick Bamford as our mainstays up Top, and on the bench, the I will say the the only if he was, Fabianski against Chelsea or McCarthy for Southampton against City, that was the only one that we were really kind of in between. Right. We left it as Fabianski.
1: I think that's the right. Call. I think
0: that's the right call as well.
1: Especially if no Hikimziek. Yes. Um and then Pulisic just did not look good like himself today. And City's
0: been struggling to score. You know, so, so that's the reason I thought about maybe we should have McCarthy in, but I think we'll be okay doing Fabianski.
1: No, I, I, I totally agree. Um, and is that the end of our fantasy?
0: Jake, I think it is.
1: Uh, well, then I'm going to go at Jake's bets real quick. Um, and I'm, I'm just going to do it, and we're going to move on to okay. our, our favorite segment. Two part parlay. Aston Villa win. Second part, Wolves, which we talked about, win. Both pretty even odds, but you put it together, plus 333, turns your fiber into 16, 17 dollars. Great return on your money. I don't know if you can hear this noise. There's a important. very
0: loud rumbling There's noise. There's a plane
1: I yeah. believe, flying over
0: us. No a rumbling noise. <laughs> Definitely a no, plan. it's a play. <laughs> Not, <laughs> next to
1: Centennial Airport, but anyway. Um, but yeah, I'd I, I put my hat on it if I were wearing it. But Brent, really what I was looking forward to is this great segment. <laughs> <laughs> and that wasn't forced to
0: so, you No, know, that, that wasn't part of Giggles at all. Look, Jake, um, we just got a call. I did. From a girlfriend, yep. but she's at the door. So we have to wrap this. So up. So we got to wrap things. this up quick. My we're goodness. Definitely
1: not about to watch the bachelorette. That's not. What's that happening. that's
0: not what's going to happen. No. And more importantly, Alex is not going to come in here and giggle with us. No. That's what I'm um, worried about. Or excuse um, me, unnamed girl that unnamed Jake person, is dating right. is not going right. to come in here. Um, but
1: yeah, I'm excited to uh, watch some show that we're not going to name with I'm
0: you. Excited and, that we got to have one more podcast together before we're separate again. Right. When I go back to Alaska. Hello. Oh, hello.
1: Hey, I'll i meet you in the hallway.
0: What's that? Who is that? Oh, that was
1: no one. Anyways. Uh, oh, was that that unnamed person? Exactly. It's definitely her name's definitely not Alex. And okay. Ben's not dating. Um, but yeah. Um, this has been a fantastic episode. Just a bunch of review. And
0: well, that's it's our review ep- it, it episode. Really it's our six week review. You know. Brent.
1: from the only podcast, premiering podcast with a dress code.
0: Uh, Jake, but correct me if I'm wrong I will That dress code Suit and tie
1: Yes, oh wait, oh wait, no you're wrong I can oh. correct you, it's oh, jammy's No way But I'm ready to go drink some champagne with you Oh yeah, please. we're
0: celebrating We
1: are, please catch us next week We'll be separated once again Unfortunately, oh my gosh, he just threw his paper across the room Thank you for listening And we'll see you next week